the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What's up everyone welcome back to girls with goals with your hosts and Catherine and caroline today we are filming we haven't filmed an episode in a very long time a very long time a very months long time. and months and months but we're excited to be filming today we don't know exactly like what this means for like permanent future or anything like that but for the time being like we really want to film our episodes as well we don't have video on spotify anymore which is how we would originally record these episodes but we're going to be sharing them on youtube as well so of course like always listen on spotify listen on apple but we're going to be uploading this episode and hopefully all future ones to youtube as well happy to see you <laughs> we're going to be talking about social media today and i feel like we've talked about this a lot just in general in our episodes and maybe the negatively charged or the negative effects yeah. of social media um but today i want to talk about not only the negatives, but positives and how it can be a neutral balance. Because I think when I wrote this episode down as a topic, I was in an I hate social media mindset. Mm. And now I'm in a just neutral mindset. So I think it's going to be good to, you know, speak yeah. speak clearly on it and not be in when the we social were media planning sucks the ep- Yeah, social media sucks. We were planning the episode. I wrote the title as social media sucks. That was how I was feeling. I, I That's how sw- I often feel. 
feel? I could have sworn I wrote that. I thought I wrote it, but, like, we might have done it together. However, who knows if this is going to be called social media sucks or if it's just going to be social media or where the conversation is really going to take us, but, like, I want to talk about social media because it's so layered. There is so much good and there's so much bad and there's so many, like, nuances to it and... It's something that I think about a lot because it's so prevalent in my life and all of our lives. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's do our highs, lows, and goals of the week. My high of the week, I'm pretty sure I came into this episode or like this weekend with a different high in mind. And now I can't even remember it because today is so perfect of a day. It's like 50 degrees out. It's January in Boston right now and it's 50 degrees and sunny. And Global it's, warming. It's so It's so perfect. So right, saying those it. facts out loud, like, it's probably not a good thing for the earth in general. However, like, we're going to take what we can get right, right now and yeah. enjoy the sunniness because it is truly a beautiful day. It was such a beautiful day yesterday, too, and I was working from home, so in the afternoon, I went right from my apartment and I went for a walk and I just ended up sitting in the park and laying down and listening to music, which is something that I rarely do ever, but, like, who would have thought that I'd be able to do that in the winter? And it was, like, a moment that kind of just, like, happened out of nowhere. Like, it was unplanned. I was like, oh, I just want to get outside. It's so nice. I ended up laying down on the grass in the park. It felt like a spring day. And it was probably one of the most, like, peaceful, I'm just existing, like, kind of moments that I've had in a while. So I would say that was my high. And I want to recreate it this afternoon because it's even warmer and nicer today. I also, I don't typically work from home, but Friday is my, like, work from home day, and you guys know the whole story of last Friday when I had to go into the office, and it was a horrendous time for me because I was, like, exhausted, but I had so much fun yesterday because I went to the gym. I still went to the gym at, like, my normal time. Yeah, but when you were I, up and at him early, which I was impressed with because I didn't. I had to go in the afternoon because I slept in. But when I left the gym, I went home, and it was, like, sunny and nice and bright outside which normally I like leave my house and it's dark and then I immediately get on the train so I'm like not mm-hmm. really outside and then I come home and it's dark and it's just hor- horrendous but I've had 24 hours at this point of just some top tier like vitamin d so mm-hmm. after last week after the week that you were calling like your flop week last week we did our episode well, we'll was get on to fl- the lows last sure. week our episode was on flop eras and it felt like it manifested like a flop week, or maybe we were noticing it no, more. No, because or maybe it was a flop week for everyone. Because I kept obviously I would like post every single time some a little flop happened to me, and people would write back like oh, it's been a horrible week for everyone. Our it friends. Was, honestly, it was probably the most I've interacted on like the Girls with Goals Pod Instagram account with you guys, only because so many of you were sharing <laughs> your flops. Like also. At Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram and TikTok, you guys can always message us, always follow us there, stay up to date. We have a giveaway announcement coming soon. It's been announced, I'd say. Well, it's been announced, but it's the giveaway is coming right, 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 soon. Right. But next, when we hit uh, the next like thousand followers, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give away some merch. We saw exploded smoothies. We saw you guys locked out of your apartments. Definitely more things happened. I can't remember. A lot of you were sending your flops, and it was just like it was funny. It was silly. Because that's what it was. The flops were silly. That's what we talked about last week. It was week. silly. It was, it was silly. silly. Oh, one of our friends texted us, and he was like, oh, yeah, oh, it's been a flop week for everyone. Like, and Catherine burnt her toe. Like, one. okay, I'll go through my flops before we get into that. Okay. Monday, leaving for the gym in the morning, slammed my finger in the door. A heavy-ass door. Like, my, it hurt so bad. And then Tuesday, I locked myself out of my gym locker twice, and I had to be like, hi, I did it again. And then I also spilled a whole thing of pre-workout, like, in the gym. I had to sprint across the gym, like, clean it up. And then Wednesday, I think I missed my train so bad. I, like, it was at, it was delayed at one stop. So I was like, oh, I'll catch up the next. Delayed then. Delayed again. I ended up Ubering. And then it just went on. Some, um, what happened on Thursday? You burnt your toast. Oh, yeah. Thursday, I burnt my toast. I was like, wow, I'm going to be, like, let's, let's feed me this morning put some toast in the toaster. This actually happens to me more often than than you would think, but I par- put toast in, forget about it. The second I remember, I open my door. I'm like, oh my god, I have toast. I hope it's not burning. The second I open my door, it's smoky. The fire alarm starts going off so bad that, like, 
the toast is completely just charred at this point. And <laughs> I obviously, like, I took the toast out. It was totally fine. Nothing was actually on fire, but this fire alarm wouldn't... It was 7 in the morning. Thank God Caroline and our other roommate were already gone. But I was like, oh my God, they, like, the, our neighbors, they're probably hearing this. I'm so sorry. The silencer button on the fire alarm wouldn't work on the one I could reach and the other one I couldn't reach. And it was a whole thing. And finally I got to stop. And then I was like, I... I'm once again Ubering to work and I spend far too much money on Ubers. So my goal this week, we'll jump to that, is to not Uber. Oh, that's a good goal. Yeah. Because that'd be difficult for you. You've Ubered at least once a week so far. I'd say so. Um, Oh, so basically on Thursday, our friend texts and goes, oh, it's been a bad week for everyone, I guess. Like, and Catherine burnt her toast. Our roommate is doing her nursing clinical and she is in jail. She's at a prison. She's at a prison for that. So she's at and a prison. And she had like her first day at prison. So she was like something. And he goes, Oh, and we put my dog down today. And we're like, That I uh-uh. don't think I don't think uh-uh. burnt toast equates to like you're gonna take like you take the cake on this right. one. I'll take my burnt toast fire alarm. Situation. Those are definitely like different levels. That's not necessarily like a laughable, goofy flop. I wouldn't call that a flop. I would call that no. Like, but he definitely a chimed. Life yeah, he event. definitely chimed in and was like, "Oh, I flopped." <laughs> my flop like, of the week. Oh, I don't really think that was. Huh. I think that's but just one flop is like flop. like a stupidity thing of you or just like you you do something that just like is like laughable or out of character. That yeah, flops that, are so. That things. one's not really in your control. Like for me, I would say my biggest one this week is I was rushing to the train for me to get to work, and the machine wouldn't take my credit card to let me buy a ticket. And uh, as I was like you fumbling with it, yeah, I had your card, but it wouldn't work. It wasn't taking cards at all. Anyways, was my okay. point. The machine was broken. As I was fumbling with it, I fully break a nail off. I have like um, like dipped nails on right now with tips, so one of them fully snapped off and it really hurt as well and then wait sorry dip nails with tips well it's like it's like acrylic it's essentially acrylic. that's what it is but then I get through and I watch the train leave like I watch it leaving I miss it and then the next one got delayed so I'm delayed 20 minutes and I'm going to the office for my first morning meeting like with my new managers and so I walked in late and so that was definitely like a hectic morning for me and I would say that was my biggest flop of the week I honestly can't can't choose the biggest one. Um, we already went through a lot, so let's just yeah, call those so your lows. So you said your goal, not take an Uber. My goal is to not Uber. My goal... Oh, no, I'll say my oh. other flop. What I'd say this it? is my biggest flop. Is the other week, I, or Black Friday, I bought a shirt. I was so excited oh. about it. And, oh, no. And pick, it was a tube top. So I said, oh, you know what? Sometimes, like, tube tops, they cut on the armpit. On, like, me, I feel like that happens to more often than not. So I was like, I'm going to size up. It's like a leather... Mm-hmm. So I didn't think it was going to be stretched. I was like, I'm going to size up. Too big. Too big. And then it goes on non-re- sale. Non-refundable. non-refundable. No. It goes on sale. Um, so I go, oh, perfect. I'm going to buy it. And this time I'm going to size down instead to really kind of <laughs> double down in the opposite direction. Well, I double down all right, I'd say. And that one is too small. So now I got then has two... Of the same exact expensive tube top from Aritzia that she can't return. One a size too big for her. One a size too small for her. And just, I want it to be known that the entire time, her correct size has been available. Like, it was not (laughs) a product of it not being available. She just decided to choose one in either direction both times and never get the size that actually fits her. So. So, she still doesn't have the right tube top. If anyone in Boston wants it, though, like, I'm... I'm very happy to sell it to you. Multiple size options. I have available. multiple size options. I will walk it to your door. Free shipping. You just send me a message. It's a white like, leather. Leather. Faux Cream. leather. Um, tube top from Rizia. You just, you just send me a message yeah. and I'll get that over to you soon. My goal of the week is if I'm, you know, predicting that I'm going to have some tired some sleepy moments because if just my days have been so busy that like the nights have been like pretty tired and exhausted that I want to take that and then lean into like self-care vibe more of that whereas recently I feel like I've been getting exhausted and I've been wanting to do like nothing so basically I just want to take the same exhausted type of mood that I know I'll probably be in some of these nights but then like have some actual nice rest time instead of I feel like scrolling on my phone or things like that or like not 
I just feel like when I do that, I'm like, ugh. Then I'm like not doing my skincare that well, not doing that. Then I, I get like opposite of what I should be doing. So that's my goal. It's just to like... Am I stupid or did I just not understand that? Like, like have a better like wind down routine at night. Because I okay. feel like I've been exhausted. And so I've just been like scrolling on my phone or computer. And then like putting my head down instead of like actually having a nice like like wind down self-care go to sleep lovely so that's that let's talk about social media so like i said i oftentimes if social media is a concept in my mind in my heart in my soul it's negative and i'm not into it but there are a lot of times where i'm like oh my god this is the best thing ever like i love it it's super positively charged right now i thought as i was walking to the gym this morning i was like thinking about recording this episode I feel like this is a good day to record it because I'm kind of neutral. I don't really have a charge yet. Maybe I will by the end of this episode if we talk too much in one direction. But Caroline's notes, when she wrote them down, were were all in the negative spectrum, which I think is really easy to kind of pick out, especially if you are dissecting what it's all about. So here's what I was thinking, like, ultimately with social media sucks. I have noticed a lot recently just as I'm like out and about observing my own behavior, observing other people's behaviors that I truly think people have created a universe for themselves in social media that they live in more than they live in their own real lives. And that's just kind of wild. Like whether it's you're following people and you become so embedded in watching what they show of their lives that it's almost like you follow these people and are more invested in their lives than you are in your own life and in living your own life and bettering your own life or whether it's just that you're so comfortable like scrolling on your phone scrolling on social media that like looking up from your phone and anything else feels like uncomfortable you know I'm like traveling to work and everyone on the train knows down on their phones you're waiting to pick up your order at a coffee shop or like takeout or something and you're just standing there scrolling on your phone you're not talking to people i notice that all the time at events and concerts people are watching them through their phone i hate the recording at concerts people are watching a concert through their phone and even if you're the one not doing that you can barely see the people you start looking at other other people's phones i feel like that should be a rule like you you choose your two favorite songs and you get 10 second clips of mm. each of them and that's it that's all you need because have you ever gone back <laughs> like and watched concert the videos, hours of your concert on your phone versus like just watch it in the moment and enjoy it that's what you're there for that one makes me upset i can tell for <laughs> sure fireworks yeah fireworks? That fireworks i feel like that's more of like fireworks to older generations are what concert videos are to younger generations fireworks are silly because like it never looks good on your phone camera ever Ever, it's like it's like trying to take a picture of the moon or like the sun like it just doesn't do it on the phone so it's like why do we continue to do it like anyways but i just do feel like going for a walk going outside it feels like this thing you have to do as an escape from electronics versus just being what you do and electronics being something that can like benefit your life in small ways I feel like we've shifted it fill gaps or like support yes things and I guess this is this is almost going away from like just social media to electronics and stuff in general because it all goes together but like we have all been at restaurants where there's like a three-year-old child on an ipad watching scrolling tiktoks watching youtube videos on an ipad while at like a nice dinner with their family i see it on vacations i see it anytime we're at a restaurant like what is that doing to a child's brain like truly that's terrifying yeah it's actually that's gonna be scary that's actually terrifying because you're like at least us in our generation growing up like we didn't necessarily have that as kids it's like become a habit for us now but imagine like the work that it would take to unwire your brain to need that constant if you stimulation have had an if iPad you were raised since you were like, yeah if you were raised like that as a kid and like not many people are gonna do that people are not gonna try to reverse that for themselves so essentially it's just creating a generation who like needs that and like can't exist 
without that really like when you're doing that like but it's not just like the kids at the restaurants it's like the people who it's almost this comfort thing like if we feel like we look busy mm-hmm. on our phones then like we don't have to like interact with a stranger yeah. or something you know I feel like that's more scrolling or like consuming yeah social media but there's the flip side of it too where you're like producing yeah social media and like putting your life on yeah the screen or on Instagram TikTok whatever yeah app you there's are so many using right now if you care more about like oh how it looks there or I want to do this to take a picture if you do something and like have a plan in mind oh we're going here I want to take a picture so I'm gonna wear this shirt go for it like that's Mm -hmm. completely fine if you're like and I've done this too so many times like oh I'm in Boston I want to go to the Esplanade just so I can take a picture hmm you know, as an example, yeah. th- apply that to like yeah. anywhere like, with are anything. Are you taking pic? Are you documenting your life, or are you living, living to, to document. document it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was profound. Mm. I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> I will one day, maybe. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin, and obviously, Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me, and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. What I I thought about this the other day. One time I was like, I so long ago. I was like, I feel like it would be fun to write an autobiography or like write a book or something. I want to write a book one day. And then I was like, well, this is kind of the same. Yeah. Like the podcast kind of gives the same. Yeah. Which is cool. We could almost take different chapters like and make them different topics, kind of like how we talk about here. That's yeah. That's what we're doing. We're just speaking a book. It's kind of like an audio book, and we're the authors. But there's no drafts. <laughs> there's no drafts. There's no editors. It's just it's just us. It's just like a journal, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then that changes both on the production and the consumption side of using social media. That changes how you're going to act. Like I said, if you're going somewhere or doing something just to take a picture. Like mm-hmm. if you are in New York and we're nowhere near central park like say you were way downtown and you're like oh i need a picture like yeah in the middle of it yeah 
and you go all the way yeah to central park just so you can take a picture in central park like i get that example it like feels a little bit random but i I do get the example like things if you were I just think it's, it's no, no it say doesn't even matter say what you're doing yeah. is it's what are you thinking about like are you thinking about like how this is gonna look to other mm-hmm. people or are you thinking about how this feels in the moment to myself and oh I want to remember this I want to document this this is cool yeah you know yeah everything really comes down to the mindset of it I genuinely don't think that it's ever the action of anything that is what is wrong or that is what is disordered no matter what you're talking about like truly it's the mindset behind everything Mm -hmm. you can two people can do the exact same thing and it's the intention behind it that makes the difference me taking a picture of myself versus my mom taking a picture of myself for very different reasons that's true because your mom taking a picture of you is like i just want a picture of my kid to show all my friends Mm -hmm. they're so beautiful and then you taking a picture of yourself is well, like, like I want a, to look like as hot as possible to share this with people. If so I'm on a family vacation, like, if I'm on a family vacation and I'm like, take a picture of me on the beach right now, I want to post it. Yeah. So that I can have a picture where I look really good and people can see a picture where I look really good. If my mom is like, oh, family vacation, everyone like huddle around. Yeah. It's huddle, like, like a, oh, a picture. Like, that's our, because we want to document our family. It, that's because like, this is what we're doing right now we want we're gonna take a picture so in a year we can see that though like i i honestly feel like so many beach vacations growing up in like teenage years were literally consumed by like how many good photo shoots can i have it's like oh today today i wouldn't like fully going on vacation and being like okay monday i'm gonna wear the brown bathing suit and then after lunch i'm gonna switch to like this blue one and so we can get two pictures there tuesday we're gonna hit the black one and then i'll switch on the beach into the red one and then after lunch again i can you know put on the brown one from the day before but now my hair is up so it's gonna be a different picture and then on wednesday i'm gonna circle back to that red one um hair and braids this time and we're gonna go to this to the other side of the beach that once again we have a different picture and then after lunch i'm gonna switch to this cheetah print one immediately new photo like yeah perfect and then, and then, you, then you just, just like, enjoy the on. vacation and i'm like okay so i have four days that means i need to bring 12 bathing suits and i'm like okay and then at what point do you like rest <laughs> at what point do you like sit on the beach and get a nice tan and like enjoy the sun by all means like take a picture at the beach and like look good in it Mm-hmm. By no means go to the beach just to take a picture of yourself. Right. But I mean, even that can be okay sometimes. If it's just like sometimes, like you, like I really want a good picture of myself. I want to have a photo shoot. Right. But it's act- when it like and consumes. that's the activity. That's the it's, balance. That's part. the activity. That can be the activity sometimes. But if you're on like a vacation okay, and you're I, so consumed by the social media, how this looks to other people, part of it, then that I would counter that it. because. Like, I, I agree a little bit, but how many friendships, or I guess, like, I don't know, middle school, high school vibe. I, like, forgot that this is a thing. Like, that we would just, like, take, have photo shoots That's with people. That's all just, you like, would do. We would just take pictures Yeah, which, together. like, we ate it up in middle school. Right. But if anyone, I'm, but, like, I know people who still do that now. If someone was, like, do you want to go take pictures? And, like, that was the only reason that you were friends, and that was the... Unless it's, like, a photo shoot, like, photographer. If it's, like, iPhone Instagram pictures. If someone is, like, oh, let's go here to take Instagram pictures, I would be, like... Hmm. Well, we would do that to each other because we want but that's pictures of ourselves <laughs> that's different. for each other. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, friendships that are solely based on, on the pictures. Because, like, the optics. Number one, like, pictures with each other. That's a whole different section. But pictures of each other. Like, if you just need a photographer and you're doing something or being, like, oh, I want to go to the res- restaurant so I can take a picture. Mm. that's when it's like hmm why don't you go to the restaurant that you're going to enjoy maybe with someone that you're going to enjoy and if you are in a restaurant that you enjoy with someone you enjoy take a picture yeah post it like that's that's so perfect like why wouldn't you want to document that picture and keep it forever if you were having a good time and really enjoying yourself but if you're doing it for the picture and not out of enjoyment that's when it's like yeah why are we doing this so two shifts that of okay so two things in this like first bit of the conversation that i feel like are the big pictures two things that are like reversed as how we think they should be one living more on your phone than you are in your real world so that the real world feels like an escape that should be reversed that is supposed to be reversed two doing living for the photo instead of living and then taking the photo you know Mm mm-hmm 
Two little flippy flops. And see, in both of those, it's like less the action, more the intention. Because it's not, in the first case, never go on your phone, never use social media ever. But it's like, put your real life first. Mm -hmm. And make an effort to like get your head out of your phone when you're doing things in your life. Like, smile at somebody on the street, speak to people. Oh, I love doing that. It's crazy that that doesn't happen anymore. And it's like, just this comfortable like distraction. Like, I will find myself looking at my phone to do absolutely nothing just because like somebody is about to pass me mm, and I don't mm, want the mm, awkward mm. like are we wait, gonna wait, smile wait, wait. Or are we gonna not that's crazy no one time there was someone who I was walking past and it was like very much a like kind of know each other you kind of don't no no it was like we, like a, we used to be friends and then it was a and now there was like a they did something fucked and so then we we're walking past each other and I didn't realize that he was walking in my direction until I look up and, like, saw him take, like, straight up this close to each other, take out his phone and start, like, pretending to type, like, immediately after we realized we were walking past each other. And I was like, huh. And then that's where I started thinking, like, that was so... Second nature. Yeah, it was, like, automatic, almost, to pull out your phone to diffuse an uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I find myself, like, even at home, like, I'll sit down on the couch. And recently, like, in the past months or even almost a year, I've been really good about trying to replace some of my just, like, sitting on the couch, sitting in bedtime, like, with a book versus my phone or even just, like, watching TV. It's such a jump scare, like, walking out of my room and turning the corner and there's just someone... Reading laying a book. on the couch, reading, reading a book. Anna reads books in Yeah, I know. Too. I'm saying, if, like, there's yeah. someone, like, laying yeah, on the couch yeah, reading read a book. Yeah, we read books in this house. We do. But I try to replace some of my time scrolling on my phone with reading a book because I'm like, it feels so much better because I'm so stimulated when I'm scrolling on my phone that like most of the time it's not like a rest and relaxation thing versus like kicking my feet Mm -hmm. up and reading a book can be very like relaxing and like actually kind of escapism in that way or even putting on a tv show instead like instead of just right. sitting i would and say scrolling TV, on my phone tv can be because if you think that. about it it's like if you find yourself like being uncomfortable with watching tv because it's too too much of a commitment yeah that's when you're like this is what a because it's not refreshing every three seconds yeah. like you're not getting a new hit of whatever chemical goes on when you're scrolling takes off a feed but it's like i know i've been in that situation before if you if you're in a phase where you're scrolling a lot and then you try and do something even even like tv mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like a big jump be sitting on your phone and sitting watching a show but in the moment if you're so addicted to the like fresh hit of dopamine yeah is that what it would be i don't know like i don't know the brain chemicals going on up there but that hit that watching a tv show seems daunting yeah that's kind of scary right because when you when you were ten or whenever, if when Instagram didn't exist, and you you would binge watch a show, then playing outside seemed dumb. You know what I mean? Then yeah. like the next thing. But sometimes what I think about is if I'm in a phase, I go every once in a while I'll have like a week where I am really unmotivated and will just be on my phone and scroll way more than I would would like to, and then you can feel the negative effects. Yeah, I start to kind of think about it in the sense of entertainment like that in the moment is like I'm that's what I'm entertaining myself with yeah so a substitute could be reading a book as entertainment it could be watching a show it could be music listening to music it could be listening to a podcast it could be music and podcasts truly I think are like the key wait do you want to sorry I was looking at some like podcast stats and they're actually really interesting the types of people who listen to podcasts like on average Uh are and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say numbers because I would butcher them and I don't want to, like, say the wrong thing, but are, like, in a higher, like, a X percent higher, like, tax bracket or, like, huh. have X percent more stable jobs or are X percent more educated. It's just so interesting to see. Because it's not that they're listening to the podcast in general. It's that that reflects the rest of their habits and their right. lifestyle for right. the Right, right. So part. if you're, not to say that people who listen to right. podcasts don't <laughs> scroll on their phones um, and aren't addicted to social media. But I just think it's interesting that if you are... Because when when you're in those phases when all you can do is scroll social media and you physically can't get yourself to yeah. 
even watch a show, read a book, like clean your room, do no, more truly. productive tasks. And that's what I was feeling like for this week. That's why I'm like next week, like my goal is like, if I'm stressed or I'm tired, I want to like channel that into like, okay, well, I'm going to clean my environment and I'm going to do some self-care and I'm going to sleep. But that's Versus not... this week, I've been like just anxious scrolling, I feel like. And it's like, then I can't get myself to do my skincare. I can't get myself to clean my room. I can't get You've myself to do the You've already spent all your energy on that. Yeah. You don't have any more energy. that has all my attention. And it's like, this is When cute. I find myself in that, I try and reframe it to like, that's my entertainment right now. So cleaning, if cleaning your room is a substitute or cleaning your environment is a substitute, it's not... You don't have to think about it as, like, I need to clean my room. This is a task. You can think about it as, like, that's my entertainment. That's the not... It's not work. It's not, Mm. like, something negative or something, you know, not fun necessarily. Yeah. But it's what you're filling your time with. It's where you're putting your energy. It's so fun when you play music and you clean your room or you clean a space or you play music and you walk down the street. Mm -hmm. Walking down the street with some good songs is like the one of the best feelings I would say like ever truly but it's not because scrolling your phone and walking down the street are like going it's not because scrolling your phone and taking a walk are you know direct substitutes for each other it's because they both serve the purpose of keeping you entertained in that moment Mm -hmm. and from that standpoint Yes, they are substitutes of each other. So if you're having a hard time with not scrolling, next time you go and pick up your phone in like in anticipation of scrolling, remind yourself like, oh, I just want entertainment right now. I have so many other sources of entertainment that could be better than this or maybe make me feel better than this. And then go do that. Go watch your show instead of scrolling TikTok. That's mm-hmm. a that that's a huge step if you're like down in a hole of all you need all you want to do is scroll. Like focus on just one thing instead of 30,000 yeah. things in 30 minutes. Yeah. Or there, and also, like, I think we're going to talk a lot more about positives later, but if you feel like you're, like, it's only, I think, a problem when you feel like you're using it as that escape, when you feel like you're reverting to that the second you feel like you lose mm-hmm. an attention span or you feel like you're doing that, like, in public all the time. But it's only that problem when it feels like you don't really have control over the action versus if you're like, oh, I really want to, like, watch some funny videos right now and you spend right, 10 like, minutes so watching funny videos. Or you're like, oh, I want to, like, get inspired by people because I follow inspiring people because mm-hmm. you should be following all things that make you feel good, nothing that makes you feel bad. Then, like, intentionally do that. Amazing. That can be super energizing. It Just like everything else, it's that, like more psychological piece behind the action versus the action itself and then I would say the final thing that like you can't have an episode about social media without saying comparison is comparison because you are just constantly absorbing small snippets of other Mm -hmm. people's lives and a lot of them are strangers with the way that algorithms work these days and you're just seeing new person, new person, new person. And then a lot of them is also people that you know around you and we know, like we were saying before, like people make their lives look better on social media. Like it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just the truth. And it's hard mm-hmm. if you have any sort of negatively charged things about your own life to not see that and like just immediately... Right. feel dragged down by it and feel drained because by it because it's no one obviously everyone's gonna post like the good things or shift perspectives to make their lives seem better on social media publicly before in like the 1700s people did that before social media was a thing and like lives were so public your public persona picture you go to work what are you going to do? You're going to be on your best behavior. You go to, like, yeah. your grandma's house, you're going to be on your best behavior. You're not going to be on, like, you know, you're not going to show the worst side of you because that's normal. That's what you should be doing. Same thing on social media. Publicly, you're going to show, you're not going to show the worst or the bad sides of you or the bad things that are happening to you. That'd be kind of weird if you were just blasting that to strangers on the internet. Unless but, that was, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> even, like, think about it, if you post something that's, like, negative thoughts or body positivity, you're posting it from a positive light. You're not yeah. getting on there and being, like, grr, I hate this, yeah, this, this, yeah, and this. Yeah, it's yeah. not 
directly negative. It's yeah. shining a point. Like, that's a different take yeah. on it. It still gives... Yeah. Putting your best foot forward. Yeah. Even if it is, like, a more vulnerable yeah. or nobody, purposeful Nobody puts way. their worst foot forward on social media. Even if you they're being yeah. real. Even you if they're being put, real, they don't put their worst foot forward. And that's how it should be. <laughs> like, you, no one... If someone is going on the internet and airing their dirty laundry publicly in, like that type of way that's that's weird like you shouldn't be doing that you know what i don't miss at all the vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits because personally i just lose all steam i feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Britannical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. If you're talking about it from, like, a vulnerable, I'm sharing my story point of view, that's completely different. But anyway, it's normal to see other people's bests or better sides. That's not going to change. The only thing that can change is how you view them and interpret them. You can interpret them neutrally. You can interpret them with a grain of salt. Or you can interpret them as this is a total encapsulation of their life. This is it. They don't have anything bad. And my life, because I have things that are bad and things that are not necessarily perfect, that's my problem, which isn't true. Mm-mm. So if you if you get rid of that mindset, the negative mindset, and just focus on the either neutral of, you can scroll and be looking at someone's life and being like, oh, I really like that mirror and how it's like yeah. gold around the edges. Or, oh, I love how they dress or these things from a from a neutral pot like observant positive place not oh my god I'd love that mirror but I'm so poor I can't afford it yeah or look at it from a point of appreciation being like oh this is like they went on this trip that's such an amazing experience for them that's like a peak a high of their life that's part of their highlight reel think of it you know through that lens yeah you can't change what other people are sharing on social media but you can change how you absorb it and your perspective of it. And I think the key to that is remembering that somebody else having something is not your lack of it. You can think, oh my God, she looks so beautiful. Okay, that doesn't mean that you're not too. Or you can think, oh, she's on like such a great trip mm-hmm. right now. Okay, well, like you can probably do that too at some point. You've, or, pro- you've probably yeah. been on trips before. Yeah, or like her life looks so great. She looks so successful. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could be inspiration to try to take some of the same steps or do some right, of the same things. Right, that's not, oh, she took my spot. That's, oh my God, this yeah. is possible. Like, I'm capable of this yeah. too. There's infinite space in the world for everybody to mm-hmm. feel successful, feel beautiful, feel good, and show up that way Do as good, well, be if good. they want to do. Yeah. Speaking of highlight reels, though, I do like that that is what social media is. Because like I said, 
it should be a highlight reel. Like, that's what it was built for. Instagram was, like, for showing off your art originally. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it kind of has the same vibe almost if you look at it from a good point of view. It's sharing things that are important to you, sharing a really good picture of yourself, a really good picture of your friends, sharing this experience that you had with the people that follow you, which would be the people that I hope you would want to share it with. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a positive thing. I love when I have like a really good experience and I have a picture of it. Mm -hmm. I love to post it selfishly because I want to share that or like put it I feel like part of it is just putting it in a space where it can live yeah yeah. and that's what I really like about that I've always kind of thought about my Instagram even before I it even when it was just like purely a personal Instagram I thought of it as like a scrapbook or just like documentation of my life my memories for literally the longest time I would always post for literally the entirety of like high school I would only post if it was like a summer or Christmas or I was on a trip or doing something and I say that because it was like every I don't know four months Mm -hmm. that I would post because I would only post when I was with friends who I hadn't seen in a very long time or if I was doing something exciting and out of the norm and that was my documentation I didn't care necessarily about documenting your like about every day oh my god I need to show this so that they can see or yeah documenting my everyday life I cared more about this is awesome I can look at my Instagram like this is a visual representation of like great things that happened in my life like I love this I can tell you every picture that I posted between like 2016 and 2020 because I remember them all because they all were really important to me and that's why I posted them because they were connected to that experience and that's why you know you took the photo that's the positive side yeah is just having a place for like a space for your life to live a space to share it. using and social I- media selfishly I think is a positive thing whether it be like your finsta or consumption like selfish consumption of other people's content mm. other people's lives I think being intentional about that I think that that's another positive that I'll talk about in a second but using pictures and videos to I think it tells you a lot about like the things that you want to post can tell you a lot about what you value and what what you you appreciate and what you want same thing with consumption if you find yourself and I'm talking purely positive like I'm not talking the toxic kind of negative side of comparison that we just talked about if you're scrolling you're like oh I want this of hers I can't have it because she already has it I'm talking about the oh my god I love those leggings or I love that like that cup that she's using and I want to use it because it's gonna bring so much energy to like drinking my coffee out of every Mm -hmm. morning or that recipe or the way you did your hair thinking looking at that and be like that would look great on me like I would love doing my hair that way I'm gonna do it that's inspiration that's like intentional positive consumption and I think the part that goes with that that we've definitely talked about before is tailoring who you follow both on social media and like off of social media but we're talking about social media now tailoring the information that you consume and the people that you consume information from to what you actually want to be seeing yeah because at its core like social media can be so inspiring and following other people can be so inspiring like in Catherine said even if it's as basic as I really like the vibe that they give off of the way that they live their life. Being able to look at that somebody. That one's kind of huge. Like, being that's, able yeah. to look at somebody and instead of like, I catch myself, if I like the vibe of somebody else's life, but I feel like I don't have it, I can almost have this bad habit of making that seem negative mm-hmm. and being like, oh, well, like they live this life that I don't live and that I don't have or that I don't have 24-7 and they probably don't have a 24-7 right. either. But being able to shift that and be like, no, but I'm inspired by that because that, like, that doesn't, them having something that I don't have doesn't make them a bad person. It can be inspiration for me to be in able to visualize. Way, in a positively charged yeah, way. Like, to, we're off the negatively yeah, charged To be able to identify right that, like, oh, that's something that I want. Because think about when you don't have social media, you don't get to see all of the different ways there are to live. You don't get Mm-mm. to, like, view the lifestyles of so many different people and be able to be like oh I kind of like the way that they do that like I might want to try that too Mm -hmm. or I really like the mindset that this person has like you don't get access to that and so I think that 
just as people and our personalities and our values having social media and having exposure to like so many different walks of life mm-hmm. and different people can make us more diverse as people rather than if you're yeah. only picking up from the community around you so number one i think it's obviously if you're, if you're not, not able to like embed yourself in different cultures or different experiences social media is a really easy way to be able to see different places different ways of living like caroline said mm-hmm. both on like a huge level or on like a huge culturally diverse level or a little micro vibe level mm-hmm. and I think about this a lot when I see mom scrolling on Instagram and she's like, oh my God, I love this sweater. Like, I love this kitchen. She's so into people's yeah, houses. Yeah, she loves and watching like, you, houses she, and food. Yeah. And- if she shows, I think one time she showed me like a green kitchen or maybe it was like a black kitchen. Like it was oh, a darker like vibe kitchen. Vibe. And we're, I'm like, you, she just, like our parents just built a house. Every single thing in that place is Stark bright white. white bright white <laughs> bright white it's beautiful i love it but it's bright but white. then to for her to show like i don't think she would have done it any differently but it's just cool for her to on a micro level right now like see a kitchen that's completely not what her style what, what we know historically she chose and be like oh i really like this like i don't think she would have been exposed to that mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. I think one of the biggest pieces for me, and I know I've said this every single time we've talked about social media, is connecting with people. And we just kind of talked about, you know, tailoring your consumption or who you follow. And from a public or like external standpoint, people that maybe you don't know are strangers, just influencers or people you like the vibe of, follow who you want. Follow people who inspire you. Follow people who. What is Norton security? When I got hacked that one time, uh-huh. they talked me into downloading it, but I never finished the setup. I've been paying five dollars a month, and I've never finished the setup. <laughs> it's Yahoo. When did you get hacked? Do you remember when Change with Caroline got hacked? And it was my it was my Yahoo email got like totally hacked by someone in Nigeria. That's so funny. Follow people who you're inspired by. Follow people who you can learn from, whether that be someone who's, like, actually teaching you something tangible or someone who you're like, oh, my God, they dress super well. I want to dress better. I'm going to, like, learn through observation. Same thing with, like, just lifestyle. Same thing with travel, whatever it may be. Follow those people. Follow the good people. Connect with those good people, whether it's, like, actually having a conversation with them or just following them. Mm -hmm. The part I really like is being able to stay connected with your friends who maybe you don't naturally see all the time. One person who I know we talk about, we've definitely talked about her like a lot on this podcast and I love that for us. Yeah, Yeah. our friend um, that lives in London that we saw, who you guys know we like rarely see her and I was just talking right before this episode about how if it wasn't for social media, I don't think we necessarily would have stayed in touch just because we don't naturally overlap. Yeah. Like our lives don't naturally... We don't live in the same place anymore. Yeah. We don't have many of the same friends or same connections anymore. Mm-hmm. But we still, because we know, if I see that she's in New York, I'm like, I will come to New York. Or right. over the summer, we knew we were both in the U.S. She was like, can I come visit? When we were in London, can I come visit? Can like, same, same like, yeah. And it wouldn't, had it not been for social media over the last, the last time we lived together was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have stayed connected. So I'm like so grateful. And that's, there are so many cases in our lives where that that is the case that we've been able to stay connected with people who we aren't necessarily embedded in each other's lives anymore and that is such a positive such a plus of social media for me yeah there are so many people like that because we grew up in hong kong out of the international school i mean we moved away but other people moved away to different places and dispersed and a lot of people are at colleges in the us mm-hmm. a lot of people are in other countries but that also applies to anyone who has ever moved somewhere else in their life, who has family that lives Mm -hmm. in different areas than them, who has gone to college and naturally separated from a lot of friends. Like, it really is a way to help you stay in touch, and that's what social media is at its core. Before it became so much of, like, consuming strangers' lives a little bit more than it is about consuming Mm -hmm. 
the people around you a little bit. The author Dallas Taylor has this concept called the grocery store rule going around TikTok right now and it is in her upcoming book so if you resonate with this rule if you like it we've linked the link to pre-order and her website below so if you do like it definitely go check out her book and some of her other work as well. The grocery store rule is that if you were to see someone out in the grocery store in public and if you aren't going to be happy or you would want to avoid having a conversation or saying hi to them you don't need to be following them on social media. Mm-hmm. Only follow people who you would be happy to bump into at the grocery store. Right. If you see someone at the grocery store and you so enjoy having a 10-minute little catch-up conversation or a 30-second hi-hello, follow them on social media. Mm-hmm. If you, if that would be such an aversion to you, mm-hmm. like, why are you following them on social media if you wouldn't even Want wave hello yeah. in public? That's crazy. I feel like we probably all have some people who we still follow who, like, we would not want to see. Maybe they've, like, wronged you. Maybe you just don't like consuming Mm -hmm. their stuff at all, but you just, like, continue to follow them because you're curious about still seeing their lives. Like, that would be a big personal challenge to unfollow anyone who you would not Mm -hmm. want to speak to in real life. That's, like, constant negative energy, even if it's just, like, observant, like, addiction to knowing what's up. What's the J.B. Sachs song? It's like, I blocked you on the internet. Not because I'm mad at you. I, I love that song. I learn to live without imagining how it would look to you. Yeah, That's like that the flipped perspective of thinking through how other people perceive you. So not observing, but like be- thinking through being observed. And that yeah. kind of goes back to posting things just to get a reaction or mm-hmm. maybe from someone that's a good song else. love versus logic jp Sachs. i like a lot of his music but i didn't know that song until recently that album the whole but album it talks about dangerous like, levels of introspection yeah mm, it's gorgeous it's a good album. really that's like one of my favorite songs off the album oh i did i just didn't know that one specifically so until recently one of them is like i had to I, well, I forget the line i know it's like i had to stop being friends with some people because like every oh, time i, I talked to, to them live. i imagined yeah. them like, I just imagined how you would hear it if you were there or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. Love and logic. Love, love and logic. logic. And I'm losing every time. Um, so, yeah. The grocery store rule to find that neutral balance. Unfo- like, it's not going to hurt their feelings. This is what our dad with, like, LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Or, I feel like he's like that on Instagram. He's like that on Instagram, but I'm, I'm just realizing I'm doing the same thing on LinkedIn. Someone requests you. He thinks... If you decline, they're going to be really, really upset. So he just lets them sit. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't use social media. But he just, like, lets... He thinks they're going to be upset with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, like, they they're not... Be. They might be. Or they the same thing be. if you're, like, oh... how I've gone so many times. I'm, like, I should... You know how everyone... If once you get into college, everyone on, from, like, the Facebook goes and follows everyone. Oh and I'm, like, I... Why do I know you? But we I don't, don't know. know you, and I probably wouldn't even recognize you in person. But, but then, but then it happens so often where I'm like, I, I just have to go and I'll like go to my following and I'll go through and I'm like, oh, I don't want to unfollow them. And I'm like, but I've never met you in my life. Why I'm am I feel feeling sad? It. Why am I feeling bad about unfollowing you? Like I shouldn't be wanting to follow you. Yeah. Nor should I even have access to follow you. Like that's. It's so weird. I started that rule for myself on LinkedIn because I just started like I using like LinkedIn this year. Thirty-eight followers, thirty-eight friends on LinkedIn. It's crazy. Like people like at our school and like people around. Will have, like, it would be so easy to get five hundred connections because right. like, that five hundred is when it switches just connects to five hundred plus. And, like it makes sense. Like you're networking people in your school, but That's I've so just dumb. decided like if I wouldn't actually want, want to keep to up with refer your career, you to a job, or if I would not want to, or if I would not like feel comfortable network like actually yeah. helping you out or reaching out to you for help if I've never spoken to you in person then why would like we have each other on LinkedIn like I want to keep that like a smaller community of like actual people who I want to keep up with my mm-hmm. career and who I want to keep up with theirs and who like same vibe with, support with literally everything yeah else I think TikTok is where it's different like I don't yeah Others, I don't follow and, and friends on, on TikTok other than because creators. I feel like that's not the, yeah. yeah I feel like TikTok is the one where it's purely yeah, I don't. It's very different. The that friends sense. that I do follow on TikTok, because no one, no one uses it like that, like a personal yeah. thing necessarily. If I do follow someone though, I I barely see their like personal TikToks that they post. It's yeah. more for consuming creators' content, mm-hmm. um, which still applies. Follow who you want. Follow people who inspire you. Follow people who you learn from. Follow people who don't make you feel like shit. Yeah, is finding that 
the neutral space where you can access the benefits of those positives. And now for the double take. Oh, wait, this one is interesting. It came in. I checked like two seconds ago. So this is new. Most and least toxic platform. I think obviously there isn't an inherently toxic or positive platform. It's how you curate it. But I would say this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think TikTok for me is the out of the ones that I use are like TikTok, Instagram. I have one to throw out there that I think would be least toxic, Pinterest. I would argue with that though. It, yeah, it, it goes both ways. to, like, thinspo Tumblr. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tumblr, like, the bad errors of it. I feel like Pinterest sometimes gives that if you cur- curate it the wrong way. Right. It just pulls that direction. But it's but not necessarily of... real people. It's just photos, like, kind yeah. of, you know? Yeah. I would say this is maybe a flip from when TikTok started gaining popularity, but I think TikTok is less toxic than Instagram is now. Because Instagram, you see people you know or people you semi know and you can I feel like it breeds more comparison than TikTok from a comparison like personal perspective is less toxic because you don't know them there's more degrees of separation between you and whoever you're looking at on the screen I feel like it's an automatic you're not connected at all and that would maybe make it less of a personal attack I guess if you see anything that would potentially breed a toxic energy that's valid i would make the point that instagram could be the least toxic because i think you have more choice on instagram over what you see than on tiktok even Mm -hmm. if you follow people on tiktok like tiktok's priority is not showing you the people that you follow it's showing you viral things and showing you controversial Mm -hmm. things and showing you things that like other people have interacted with that they think you're gonna see whereas on instagram you see a lot of recommended stuff but i think you have more control over who you see I'm trying to avoid the ones that we've already answered in in the episode. How do you not grab your phone in the morning? I, so waking sometimes up. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Waking up really early, I will sometimes, if I don't want, if I like don't want to get up, will get my phone to shut off my alarm and then I will quickly like open it, do something so that my brain starts and then I'll get out of bed. Yeah. Which is not a good thing, but in that moment is kind of helpful to me because I don't want to get up and it changes. Yeah. And I don't, like, sit there and scroll. Like, I I, wait, I use it to just jolt my brain up and then and then go. But most of the time, I just... Waking up early and having something to do or waking up having something to do right after, for me, is helpful. Or not even having something to do, but just doing something Doing different. something As simple right as after. getting a glass yeah. of water or washing your face. So, for me, I wake up and I get out of bed. Like, I don't stay in bed. Mm-hmm. But this morning, it's a weekend... I didn't necessarily have anything directly to do. So I stayed in bed and I scrolled on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily enjoy that. I don't think it's a, a healthy way to start your day. Just like neurologically. I really don't. No, Even though sure, I do no. it sometimes. Sure, no. But I really like, I, I would not sit in bed first thing in the morning and scroll. Like for the most part, I don't do that. But I do often like look at my phone in the morning. I think the best way not to is just immediately do something different that kind of wakes you up versus just like getting in the comfort zone of sitting in your bed and scrolling like get out of bed get yourself some water wash your face and you'll be a lot more awake and refreshed to then make a better decision i'm gonna quickly go over the ones that we have already answered in the episode but point out that they are recurring topics in in other people's lives so we've already answered these in the episode you guys already know the answers to these but i'm just gonna reaffirm that these are like common questions for people to ask one, how do you reframe thinking when you start to compare yourself to others? Two, ways to stop comparing yourself, fashion, health, fitness, goals. Yeah. How to deal with social media addiction. Any tips for getting off of your phone and not losing yourself in social media. How do you limit time spent on social media when it's healthy and inspiring content but still feel like you're wasting time? That's an interesting one. And I think even if you are curating like a positive beneficial feed for yourself there's obviously yeah. too much of too much of a good thing well i think they everything. answered it in the question yeah. by saying how do you limit time that's all you do you just limit the time it's not yes or no you get inspired mm-hmm. and then the second or, the second or maybe you, no maybe sometimes you, i do this the second i'm like oh i've been scrolling for a long time and i register it the next time i feel like oh i've been fulfilled of this information when you're scrolling you get fulfilled 
don't and you just keep scrolling like you get fulfilled and you're like oh time to search for another fulfillment when when the next time you get fulfilled be like oh yay that was awesome and then put your phone away and you're good i have a tip someone said like how to stop social media addiction how to like limit yourself just one time that you feel like reaching for your phone don't you don't have to say i'm never gonna pick up my phone i'm never gonna scroll but test yourself during the day just one time that you feel the urge to pick up your phone I'm not going to pick it up this time. And then 10 minutes later, maybe you pick it up, but you know that you had the control in like that moment to not pick it up. I do that during the gym sometimes. Like sometimes during Mm. rest, I'm like, I'm not going to go a whole 90 minute workout without looking at my phone. I just know that that's not realistic for me most of the time. But if just a couple times between rests when I want to check it and I'm like, there's nothing for me to look out there. It's just a comfort thing. I'm like, I'm not going to look at it this time. Mm -hmm. And then move on but that's like a small way to start like kind of being like I don't always have to pick it up I hope that was helpful I hope that was thought-provoking maybe and that you're left feeling inspired and not drained of this social media conversation topic thank you guys so much for listening we always appreciate it follow us on social media at Caroline Kaneen at in Catherine Kaneen and at girls with goals pod on Instagram TikTok Yep. Yep. (laughs) Follow the show wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple, or this video episode and hopefully future ones on YouTube as well. And please give the show a rating, a like, Mm. if you enjoyed it. That really means the world to us to get that feedback and get those ratings from you guys. So we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.